0: Hey guys, Eric here, and I want to talk to you real quick about the DailyDownforce.com. Every day, this website covers the latest news and trends in NASCAR, from silly season right through the checkered flag in Phoenix. Need a new morning routine as soon as you wake up? Well now you have it, DailyDownforce.com. This is the website I use to keep up with the industry, the drivers, and of course, what the community is talking about. And speaking of community, DailyDownforce.com is also home to some of your other favorite NASCAR content creators. Plus, they've got all sorts of information that I like to keep bookmarked, like schedules, penalties, ratings, and everything you want to know. Oh, and be sure to check out the merch shop while you're there to find some exclusive diecasts and collectibles. So check out DailyDownforce.com. That's DailyDownforce.com, and I'll see you in for a little behind-the-scenes gossip about Junior Johnson's engineering skills, he's got two things in his hand: pipe wrench and channel lock pliers. And they weren't new; they yeah. had been they had been yeah. around the block a time or two. Wasn't the so, first deal they build, up bet. No, <laughs> no. You know, you, I think they were they had, the the pliers had been red before, but paint had yeah. worn off. And in the second episode, I talked to a professional hillbilly, aka Dr. Daniel Pierce of UNC Asheville, to find out the real history of moonshiners and their battles with the revenueers. He wrote about one of his experiences of trying to chase down this, uh, this bootlegger and this, this souped up car. And he, he complained that the government gave him these piece of crap, cheapo. Cars and that were really no match, but he thought he was doing pretty good. And then the guy just hits it and just takes off and practically disappears. But then the guy makes a bootleg turn uh, and comes back towards him. And it, it, as he said, it was a game of chicken, and I was the chicken. And so he ran off the boat. And actually, he was the guy who who caught Junior Johnson and his daddy still when Junior got tangled up in a in a barbed wire fence. So check out the Moonshine and Motorsports Racing Podcast available on YouTube, DailyDownforce.com, and all of your favorite podcasting platforms. And be sure to check out my regular show on NASCAR history, the Scene Bought Podcast.
1: Hey there, NASCAR fans. Have you got your copy of the latest edition of NASCAR Pole Position Print Magazine? If not, there's no better time than now to subscribe at PolePositionMag.com. NASCAR Pole Position is the only print magazine covering NASCAR. Officially licensed by NASCAR, NASCAR Pole Position magazine is published throughout the NASCAR season, and each edition is an instant collector's item, backed with great feature stories and photography.
2: Welcome to Made in Level Cross, presented by Christine Auction.
1: I'm Thad Moffat, and I'm Roland George. All right, Thad, what's up, man? What's going on, Roland? Not much, dude. You had a big weekend this past weekend, right? Yeah, so we got to announce finally that
2: I'll be running full-time in the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series with Faction 46. Owner Lane Moore and Crew Chief Doug George, super excited about the opportunity. We have some great partners joining us for the season, so excited to get to Daytona and see what we can do in the 2024 season.
1: Yeah, it was a great day. Um, We're going to talk about that a little bit later, but yeah, I got I got to meet uh, Doug George dropping off your truck. No relation to me. I, I talked to Doug about that. Maybe there's a family member somewhere down the road that might have interbred somewhere. But awesome guy. Nice these guys got to meet Cody Efall. Super super cool guy. I met his wife and kids. So we're gonna be working clips with those guys next year. But uh, so take us back to let's say what, what was it Thursday? The truck got delivered here. You were at the garage at the time i got delivery of it i was super excited and then then you did end up coming i think like an hour later your first reaction to the truck in person well actually let me go back you actually did see the truck at the shop yeah so i saw it at
2: nice before it came here and uh pretty surreal to see like everything that we have worked on for the past three or four months come to fruition if you will like i mean the truck was there the stickers were there. The people were there. Lane was there. Mm-hmm. Doug obviously helped a lot uh, with the announcement. He was here. He spoke. He delivered the car. Got to meet my new car chief. And so all of that was like really surreal. Like It started hitting me like this isn't just is an
1: idea anymore. This is going to actually happen. happening. Yeah. yeah. So I think one of the coolest things that we got some photos of, but to be there in person was totally different and really cool so you were there your mom was there and grandpa came out and took a look at the truck what was going through your mind when your grandpa was sitting right there I, t- I took a picture of him squeezing your shoulder he looked super proud of you but what was going through your mind at that moment in time when your grandpa seven-time NASCAR champ standing next to his grandson in his brand new truck what's going through your mind at that point I
2: mean it's a it's a surreal moment for sure. But at the end of the day, like I always say, my, my same answer is like, he's just grandpa. Yep. So it was like me showing grandpa my new opportunity. Like he got to see it himself. He was excited. Obviously I'm through the roof excited. And he just made some comments that it's kind of on me to carry this the next 75 years. Finally getting my foot in the door full time in NASCAR. So now it's time for me to capitalize on this opportunity and, and continue to grow
1: the Petty legacy within NASCAR for years to come. You know what's neat about next year? I think we've said it in a previous episode. You know, the stars really align for you and the family. I mean, it's the 75th anniversary of the Petty family racing tradition. So uh, for you to kick off your rookie season next year in conjunction with the anniversary, I mean, how cool is that? I think that's just absolutely amazing. And like you said, they've been around a year shyer than nascar has so i mean you guys have been around it since close to day one yeah so
2: for me just to be a small part of the 75 years of petty and like i said like for them to be 75 years old in a sport that's only 76 is is pretty incredible and for me just to be a tiny part of that is uh, a huge uh blessing and opportunity for me and it's something that i definitely don't take lightly um Of course, there's tremendous pressure that comes with that, but kind of everywhere I've unloaded since I started racing, I've been under that pressure umbrella. So it's something I've become really used to over the years and look forward to getting to work with Doug George next year in Nice Motorsports and in our Silverado and taking it to the
1: front. Speaking of pressure leading up to the announcement, you know, I'm tracking the media, tracking socials, because you had a pretty killer lead up. You, know, you you drop some easter eggs as we like to say around here uh, you know monday on instagram you just drop that tm are ago with the with the signing date little pen and then you're dropping the the consecutive 42 43 44 45 and i had a ball looking at what people thought you were going to do obviously yeah. they knew you were up they to knew something.
2: i was going xfinity racing in the 42 <laughs> car full time under
1: petty enterprises was being reborn uh, under i guess Your grandpa's guidance with TRD for some reason, that was a leading theory. And people were hell-bent on that up until Friday night, the day before you made the big unveil. So I thought that was a lot of fun. And, you know, going back to pressure, I've been calling you Ed because apparently you're the American Ed Sheeran. People don't know who Ed Sheeran is. You got to get out of the rock you're living under golden voice of our generation but so you know you're being compared to pop stars how does that feel <laughs> i never expected to be the american <laughs> Ed
2: Sheeran. that's something brand new for me i'd never heard that one before but when you showed me that uh what was it on reddit, it or on something? reddit yeah. yeah somebody on reddit said uh i'll cheer for petty enterprise even if the american ed sheeran is the driver <laughs> you gotta love it gotta love, love our it fans. man yep so, being compared to Ed, I guess, isn't too bad <laughs> Do
1: you listen to any Ed Sheeran?
2: Uh, I don't, like, now, but I did a lot when I was in, like, middle school and high school. Okay. Yeah. Are you going to listen to more now that you're compared to Oh, great I, wanna, I would like to compare myself to Zach Bryan. He's my favorite artist. I, I've heard
1: that. I, I At one point, I thought you said Zach Brown, but Zach Bryan. And uh, I've listened to him. He's pretty good. But, uh, well, listen, if Ed does happen to listen to this podcast, which is a cry in the dark. There's no way he's listening to this. But if he is, you gotta come out to one of the races. We'll treat you like a like an all-star. Okay, so Friday night, you know, the day before the big unveil, you got sponsors coming in the morning. Saturday morning comes along, you and Lauren are heading here. What's going through your head? What's you know, are you nervous? Are you excited? Are you apprehensive at all like what what's that thinking while he's driving a level cross for this big deal
2: i mean it's a lot of emotions running through through the body and a lot of thoughts running through the head i I wouldn't say that i was like necessarily nervous um more just excited to get it out there and hoping that i didn't say or do the wrong thing (laughs) during 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 the announcement because i mean not just me but there's been so many people that have worked so hard for me to get this opportunity and and to get me to this point and the last thing i want to do is let anybody down and so for me it was like i was reading my paper making sure i kind of had my talking points you know um just trying to get everything lined up like visioning how i wanted it to go and i mean you can do that as many times as you want when i got up there i didn't even think i said one thing from the paper i kind of just, <laughs> <laughs> kind of just winged it and uh, it turned out fine and I think that the opportunity for me to get that out there and take that breath of fresh air is like a big relief of stress for me. Cause people have been asking, what are you doing? What mm-hmm. are you doing? You know, and kind of like making sure that I'm cognizant of not posting uh faction stuff yeah. and, and not saying that I'm going full-time truck racing to the wrong people until we release the news ourselves. So for me to get that out there and for two or three hours my world was crazy it was like it didn't even have time to drink anything didn't have time to go to the bathroom like it was just kind of wide open and later that night it it calmed down and it was cool to like sit back and be like man that's out there now like everywhere I go they know I'm the driver for faction 46 next year
1: well it was it was truly special a lot a lot of people came out to support you. So big thanks everyone there, you know, sponsors, customers bank, can't thank them enough. Who induction innovations was out there. You had the fan club out there. So a big shout out to those guys. I mean, they've been super cool on social media. So, you know, shout out to Jim Boyle and and everyone in the Thad Moffat club and all, all your grandpa's fans are, they're coming on board to support you. So very, very neat experience for sure. So, you know, that was the news. I think we were the we were the leading story going into this week, which leads to just the the melee of NASCAR news to happen this week. Uh a lot of crazy stuff. So talking trucks, let's talk about the fellow competition you got going to twenty four. So lane rigs going to front row motorsports next year in the thirty eight Do you know Lane
2: at all? I don't really know him personally, but I did race against him in some late model stuff, like coming up through the ranks. And Lane was always a really talented race car driver. I think that he had always had a lot of speed and he did a good job for sure. So I I look forward to racing him. I saw that his deal was a multi-year deal. Mm -hmm. So uh, good for him. Congrats, Lane. I mean, to sign something like that with a team like Front Row is, is a huge opportunity and I'm sure he'll do well next year. I mean, front row is definitely not a slouch in the truck series, and they're proven this year that they're not a slouch in the cup series either with Michael McDowell winning and being a contender of several races. So for him to get that opportunity, I think our competition in trucks is going to be <laughs> stiff, man. I mean, I was asking the other day, like, who's truck racing next year? Because yeah. even when we made our announcement, like, there wasn't a whole lot out there. Still up in the air, who's driving that Spire KBM yeah. deal? I mean... Does anybody actually know? I don't think so.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of open rides and and Xfinity and and trucks that have yet to be answered at the time of this recording. But so, yeah, big, big congrats to Lean. You know, that's Scott Riggs, Scott Riggs' boy. So good luck to him and and his endeavors and the 38 truck. And then your boy, Grant Eiffinger, he's going to CR7 Motorsports. Yeah. I like Grant, man. Grant has like a pet pig. It's pretty cool.
2: (laughs) Grant's a cool dude. I called Grant. So Grant actually worked with Doug George before I did. So like the first time I met Doug George and and it was a possibility that he could be my crew chief, I, I called Grant and I was like, give me the download, man, the good, bad, the ugly. Tell me what you know about Doug George. And he had nothing but good things to say about Doug. And for me to get that from Grant, like a veteran in our sport that's worked with a ton of crew chiefs, gave me all the confidence in the world in Doug and his ability and good for Grant, man. I, I mean, that championship in Phoenix was his to lose at the end of the race. And then, unfortunately, circumstances with, what, like seven green-white checkers? Yeah. I don't even know how many they had. Both but of Yeah, it was a wreck fest there at the end. And it just, I mean, didn't turn out in his favor, which was unfortunate. But I've always been a big fan of Grant's. And he has a lot of experience. And when I was working with Josh Rayum, a couple of years ago, I leaned on Grant at the racetrack and asked him some questions. So I look forward to getting back to uh, running full time next year. I can maybe form a little better relationship with Grant and lean on him as a veteran in the series to kind of steer me in the right direction. Yep. And team Chevy, baby. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. CR7, it. I mean, they're doing big things too, man. I mean, they've had a handful of drivers over the past couple of years, but for them to sign Grant, is going to raise the bar for them for sure, I believe. And they're going to see a whole new side of competition this year with, with Grant full-time, well, for the next couple of years because mm-hmm. his was a multi-year, multi-year yeah. deal too. So, um, again, congrats to Grant. That's awesome for him.
1: Maybe he can get another pig now, so he'll have to <laughs> Yeah, well, two pigs. Well, you know, moving up to Xfinity, this, again, crazy week with NASCAR news. You know, JGR – made their announcement, which I was kind of, I wasn't surprised entirely, but I really didn't think John Hunter would be sharing driving duties with with Erica. I, Erica Amarola was not quite a shock. There was that leak from the Redskins, or what are they, Washington Nationals now, at that game. Washington Nationals. <laughs> That's, That's that what, the baseball team, oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> What's the football team now? Commanders. Like? Commanders. All right. See, so you, you can tell. I'm, I'm a racing fan. I don't watch... He's sticking ball sports. but uh. So Eric Amarola, that was leaked by somebody when, when Coach was introducing Christopher and him. But John Hunter, I was kind of shocked with. was not expecting him to make like a shared ride with Eric. And then you, know, you got the 19 that split with a bunch of guys. Well, see, what shocked me the
2: most about that deal was like the... I, I would say John Hunter, but I kind of figured that he would come back and still run some races. I just didn't know how many. Gotcha. Uh, I think the Grays joining Joe Gibbs kind of shocked me. I, like, I didn't see Tanner and Taylor. I used to be teammates with both of them, and they're both awesome people. And I enjoyed my time at DGR getting to run with them as teammates, but I didn't see that one coming at all. Chandler Smith, Sheldon Creed, I kind of already – I mean, yeah, everybody kind of <laughs> already knew they were going to JGR. I knew that was happening. Yeah, so, I mean, I wasn't shocked at all. But Eric Amarola, I didn't see that happening either until the, the league from yeah. the Commanders game. And so good for Eric. He used to drive for Richard Petty Motorsports. He started at Joe Gibbs Racing, so kind of like a homecoming for him 20 years uh, later. And I think he'll do good. I mean, he won, was that last year he won Sonoma in the Xfinity car for yeah. Ryan C. Great. So he's he's definitely no slouch every time he ran Xfinity and When he was with Richard Petty Motorsports, he did a good job, and he always was a contender. So I think for him to get the opportunity to just have a little more relaxed schedule and go compete for wins is going to be a big opportunity for him to uh, just have fun. And then for John Hunter, I mean, that'll just add on to his resume. We all know he's a talented race car driver, and for him to continue. And the williams Wallach one kind of caught me off guard, too, because he ran like did he even run a full ARCA season? He ran like the ARCA East. Yeah, and then he he won it. Was it Bristol? I think he, he won, won like a handful of yeah, ARCA no, races. Yeah, he won quite a few races. But but, the, but then he went and ran like what? He ran good in the truck, mm. the DGR truck. But I don't think he ran like but five or six truck races. And then they announced that he's going to run the Xfinity car, and I'm sure he'll do good. Williams smart kid. He gets it. He's he's fast. He's been with Gibbs for a while, so he has a relationship with those guys, and I'm sure he'll do a good job for sure. And then, glad to see that Ryan Truex was back over there. I mean, his big win last year, I was like, man, he's got to get yeah. something, you know. And, I was very
1: happy about that, and and his home track too. I was super. I was there when his brother won his first race at Dover, and they actually they didn't grow up too far away. I came from New Jersey, as you know. And I used to go to Wall Stadium with my dad, and I I watched the Truexes run a lot of races up there. And then what What we got SVG, that big announcement, going to Trackhouse and Collard Grayson in the 97 full Xfinity ride. I was not expecting that at all.
2: Yeah, I didn't <laughs> see that coming either because when he said he was going to run, like, I think it was two or three weeks ago. he's like somewhere in between 30 and 40 races. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, he's going to be driving like late models and he's going to be driving everything. And when they came out with that, I was like, man, I dude, I can't wait to watch the road course races. Cause the Omendinger's back Xfinity yep. full time yep. and SVG Xfinity full time. So those two are going to be uh fun to watch for sure. And then, I mean, Sam Mayer this year on the road course is what he did. He was really talented. So just watch those guys mix it up on the road courses uh, is, is going to be a lot of fun. I mean, the Xfinity field is becoming more and more stacked, I believe, it with, is. with talent. And I think SVG will do good. I mean, obviously he came over here and ran good at Chicago. And I think the race that he ran the truck, he did a nice job. Yeah.
1: And I was there for that. That's where that was the first time I met Cody and Lane, actually. So
2: I mean he kept it clean. He yep. ran top twenty. I mean, he did everything he was supposed to do for his first start. So I would see uh, for SVG, I would see, like, the ovals kind of going more that way, a lot of learning and stuff. And then I just saw earlier they announced he's going to run the ARCA race at Daytona mm-hmm. so he can get approved to run Xfinity full-time. So I expect him to be a contender for sure uh, in the Xfinity series
1: next year. And He's like Marcos Ambrose. Yeah. 2.0. So excited about that. Now, the the, the news I'm most excited about, besides yours, obviously, is – My boy, Noah Gregson, getting a full-time cup ride at Stewart Haas Racing. So, big congrats to them. You and Noah know each other pretty well. Yeah, we're buddies. Yeah, uh,
2: me and Noah, I think we met each other like three or four years ago in Daytona. And we kind of formed a relationship, and we've hung out definitely outside of racing several times. And Noah, I would consider a pretty good friend. And, man, he's been through a lot, you know, and, and... the last, what do you call it? Six months or so, and it's never easy for sure. And for him to get this opportunity is awesome. I mean, like I'm so happy for him to uh, go to an organization like Stort Haas where there's so much potential for growth. And his deal was also a multi-year deal. So for him to not just get a one year to perform, I think that like that opportunity is really good too, because it's so hard to compete like at the cup level in general. Mm -hmm. And when you just throw somebody in there and expect them to like perform right off the bat, it's really unheard of. Those guys are all so good. I mean, it's your 40 best stock car drivers in the world at the cup level. So to get that opportunity for Noah is a really cool opportunity. And hopefully he goes out and shows them what he can do and what I know he can do and what everybody knows he can do. I just love the
1: SHR lineup. I've met each one of those guys they are the nicest, most down-to-earth people, and I think Tony did a really good job. The only thing they're up against is, you know, sponsorship. They they're, they lost Bush Beer. Ross is getting that sponsor, and it, we'll, no sponsors announced for Noah just yet. So we'll see what happens. But you're, you're just really saying playing. that because
2: you're a Tony Stewart
1: fan. Yeah, yeah.
2: As you are, too. I like, I mean, I like his lineup, dude. I mean, Josh Berry coming in. I love mm-hmm. that. Yeah. I love it. I, I love mean, that. Josh, I raced late models with Josh. Josh was really, really good late model racer. I never Xfinity raced against Josh, but he's definitely got a ton of talent, you know. And then Briscoe, watched what he did. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows he's full of talent. And Ryan Priest also proven short track guy. Yep. You know, I mean, wins modified races left and right, and coming up through, and then you got Noah now, new kid on the block in the 10 car, I think. He went from, like, Eric Amarola and Kevin Harvick, like a bunch of veterans, yeah. you know, to, like, some... Sh- I, I would I would almost consider, like, your Ryan Preece's and your Josh Berry's, like, veterans of the short track racing. Because oh, like, sure. they've been doing that forever. Yeah. And they, they have a ton of experience at that kind of stuff. And, I mean... Both of them have proven that they can win races at that level, and I wouldn't be surprised at all to see SHR rack up some wins
1: next year. I sure hope so. Well, congrats to Noah. Really, really proud of the fact that he secured a ride for next year, so good on him. So we're approaching the holiday season. We're, we're less than, what, a week or two away? So to getting back to the level cross aspect – Family, faith, tradition—all that good stuff. I want to tell the folks at home some really funny or cool holiday stories that you can share—an in inside perspective that maybe a lot of people don't know. So, do you have any fun holiday? What is Christmas, Christmas
2: like with Richard Petty? Is what you're asking? <laughs> yeah,
1: what? <laughs> t- Keep take, take the curtain away and. and Tells a story. Christmas with the Petty family is,
2: there's not a word to describe it, but it is crazy. (laughs) We are up to, I think the last time we counted, like 42 members, which are great-grandchildren, grandchildren, grandchildren, grandparents, and then the kids, of course, Kyle, Sharon, Lisa, Mm -hmm. and Rebecca. So for us, I mean, 42 people in one house is, is insane. So we all go to grandpa's, we eat lunch, we do presents and all that. Something funny about grandpa that you will find at family Christmas is like with 42 people in his house, he has these hearing aids Mm -hmm. and we're too loud. The Petty family generally speaks like way too loud. And so he'll just take his
1: his, his hearing aids out
2: so he doesn't have to listen to anybody. And for the rest of the day, he'll just shake his head at you and say, yeah, buddy yeah buddy does he
1: wear sunglasses no he doesn't so no sunglasses
2: no hat hat. no boots he don't wear boots in the house what yeah what does he wear his sneakers yeah no his shirt his socks he has like (laughs) these copper fit socks that he wears okay and his shirt and his jeans and he still keeps his belt buckle on okay but it's definitely entertaining for sure petty family Christmas I mean you've got with the great-grandchildren now we have like I don't even know how many of them are under five or under 10 years old. So it's like kids running around everywhere. And then there's kind of like my age group, like the 20 to 30 age group where we're all kind of chill and just kind of having casual conversation. And then you have grandpa over there. Something else we do is like he has like TVs in his living room. And so we'll just, all the men will just like sit in, <laughs> sit in the living room and watch football and hang out. And we really don't even talk to each other because there's so much going
1: on. I, I think I think most families in America are like that. Most of the guys just go into one room and they don't talk. They just, it's like a guy code. It's like peace and quiet yeah. for like X amount of and time. And the women are usually cooking or, or talking. In the other room. Well,
2: our family's grown so much that we actually cater. <laughs> we cater. Oh man! So Thanksgiving, we still cook. <laughs> Thanksgiving, we still cook. But like last year, we had like Chick fil A stuff. Chick fil A for the like Christmas party. Olive Garden the year before. What?
1: Yeah, yeah, dude. For forty two Garden caters. Yeah. God, you you're shattering so many. Uh, like I don't know, not shattering, shattering. You're 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 blowing my mind right now. I mean, from the, you said your grandpa don't wear his boots or sunglasses. So in, after, (laughs) after family Christmas is when it really got interesting. So he used to own
2: this place out in Wyoming where we would go. And I think we slept as many as 30 people like in this house. And so we would all go out there as a family and it was like petty family vacation. We would go most of the time, leave the 26th or 27th and stay through new years, probably till the third or fourth. And, um. Grandpa would never ride like snowmobiles, but we would all ride like snowmobiles. And so one day he decided that he was gonna he was gonna ride the snowmobile. <laughs> <laughs> and so he wears like Richard Petty like stuff. I mean, he has like a leather outfit. It's like numbered up with the forty three <laughs> on it, you know. He looks oh, he looks like a real, <laughs> real American badass. Is, he, he, wearing, his, is his, he wearing his, his cowboy hat then? No, he has a helmet on, dude. You gotta oh, have a helmet man. on. Yeah, still the shades, though. Still has the shades. So he'll, he'll like decided one day that he was going to ride this snowmobile or whatever. And so he gets to riding, and like there's no cell phone service. First off, the man doesn't even have a cell phone. Yep. But there's no cell phone service or anything. So he like gets stuck somewhere way up in the woods, (laughs) like at least a mile from the house. And Somehow or another, he makes it, like, all the way back, walks all the way back to the house, and he said that we had to go get his sled because it got so stuck that he (laughs) couldn't get it out. So that was pretty pretty entertaining. But, I mean, like, just being out there with the family, you could tell stories all day for, like, what went on out there. And we did, like, these family card games every night. You know, we play apples to apples and rummy cube. I'd never played rummy cube until... I went out there and we started playing rummy cube quite a bit and man we played every card game known to man uh uno we would do dominoes yeah. yeah so it was a lot of fun to just be out there and like no cell service like just you and your family yeah. uh for like how how long did I say 10 days most of the time 7 to 10 days so you yeah. guys have any traditions traditions we take pictures a lot
1: (laughs) yeah i I heard that this morning yeah so we
2: have we have family pictures well because we add so many new family members i mean there's 12 grandchildren and all the grandchildren of the grandchildren i'm the next two youngest my youngest brother is the youngest grandchild so i'm 23 every grandchild's kind of in the age where they're having kids or they've already had kids Mm -hmm. so we add new family members every christmas and so uh with that being said i mean we have to take a new picture every christmas (laughs) so we have uh petty crazy christmas card man you guys ever send those like booklets (laughs) (laughs) we usually get something pretty cool from grandpa for christmas too like i think i don't know if it was last year or the year before he like made like 40 copies or whatever of my grandmother's cookbook Oh, and cool. he made it into like a hard copy yeah. uh, book and he gave all of us like my grandma's cookbook. And so it was like really cool. I display it in my kitchen because grandma was obviously a big part of my childhood and a big part of everything Petty mm-hmm. up until 2014 when we lost her. But just cool stuff like that. I mean, I got more Richard Petty stuff from Richard Petty for Christmas than, <laughs> than anything, you know, like the gun and knife set. It's oh, all right. Richard Petty. Uh, it's pretty cool. Did you get a Red Rider at any point in your life? No, no, no. Red Rider. But we, we, <laughs> we all got cowboy hats a couple really? of years ago. Okay. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. He did put his cowboy hat on for a picture with all of us with cowboy hats on. So, all the grandchildren got cowboy hats, and I, mine's displayed in my room in a shadow box. But family holidays with the Petty family are usually
1: pretty hectic. What What do you get for your grandpa? Do you ever like do you get him a gift? Because if, if you How do you how do you buy a gift for well, Richard Petty? Dude? I can tell like, you I have what? the answer, especially for this year. I know the perfect gift you can give him. Well one of your Thad Moffat Christmas ornaments now available at pettygarage.com. So check out that when you get a chance. <laughs> he already has one. He has
2: one of your ornaments? Yeah, he took one.
1: Gosh, they've been selling like hotcakes, man.
2: Yeah, he, he took it <laughs> he took an ornament. Him and him and Uncle Kyle both have an ornament. Well, what man, they did man. with it, I don't know. <laughs> Mom said Kyle put his in his pocket when he got it, <laughs> and there's no telling. Grandpa's just probably, like, in his car somewhere or something, but they did both get Thad Moffin ornaments. But, like, I don't know what, what I would even get for my grandpa.
1: Like,
2: he wants a – this year I'm going to get him a Buzz e-bike.
1: That's Yeah, you know, I saw him looking at that the other day, and I think he's hooked. I I think he wants something like a custom tricycle, right?
2: Yeah, I'm going to get him a trike because he's 86. I mean, he really doesn't need to be riding a two-wheel one, you
1: know. So, I'm going to get him what he wants just with three You know he's going to get it painted blue. Probably. Probably. You know that. That's definitely happening. So, Boyd, get ready. Boyd's our painter, everybody, at the garage. All right, well, that was fun. So, yeah, we are, I guess... Hopefully we're going to have a guest on. We we were supposed to have a guest this week, but they had better things to do. I guess, right? (laughs) It's
2: busy time. I know. Christmas time.
1: Yeah.
2: We're working on it though. We do have a good guest lineup, and when everybody gets kind of settled back in, we will definitely have some good good guests on here that you guys would enjoy listening to.
1: All right. Well, with that said, hope everyone has a wonderful holiday season and thanks for listening. Pristine Auction is the most trusted sports memorabilia and collectibles auction site. Auctions on pristineauction.com start at just $1 and each day thousands of signed items are available. So you can win signed authentic items at affordable prices. Every item on pristineauction.com comes with a certificate of authenticity from the industry's most reputable authenticators
2: pristineauction.com is your one-stop shop for authentic signed diecast helmets, trading cards, photos, and so much more of your favorite drivers. I've got my eye on some of John Andretti's stuff on pristineauction.com now. What about you, Roland?
1: I'm actually looking at a 1959 Daytona 500 inaugural ticket, uh, that race that, you know, your great-grandfather won. I don't know if you you knew that or not, but I want to put that in my collection possibly and put my bid in today. That would
2: be something cool to add to the collection for sure. Well, upgrade your collection today and get $10 off your first win with registration code THAD. Again, that's registration code THAD for $10 off your first order. Links are in the show
1: notes.